Thanks for joining us today as you listen to a portion of a message recorded at Vine Life Church in Boulder, Colorado. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can visit us online at www.vinelife.com. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. <laughs> um, I have a tradition to speak with my shoes off, and so I always ask permission. And so far, you all have given me permission. Is that going to be okay if I am barefoot up here? All right. Thank you. All right. So we're in Ephesians. And as I've been pondering this, this question is just stirring in me. I'm sitting through this whole service, and this is what the Lord is doing through this whole service, the message this morning. The question that is stirring in me is what would happen if every one of us believers in Jesus Christ around the world would stop for a few minutes and at the same time and with an intentional gaze upon Jesus ponder the truth that we are all one in the spirit in Christ together. As Nick was bringing up, we are in Christ All of us, those who are joined to the Lord, are one spirit together. We are loved and accepted together in Jesus and filled with all the fullness of God. What would it look like if we were intentional and all of us together put our focus on the Lord and just acknowledged the reality of that? I'm saying, I think we could usher in Jesus' return right now. I think there's something so tangible in knowing this, and that's what we're going to talk about. So we're going to start in Ephesians 3. We're going to pray first. So Father, I thank you for Paul's prayer. And this morning, we just together, we just enter into his prayer together. Would you come and would you grant us strengthening in our innermost being to grab hold of this this morning, Lord? Thank you. We love you in Jesus' name. Okay, listen to this. Paul starts in 14. For this reason, which I'm going to get to in just a second, but I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in our inner man, that Christ would dwell in our hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints What is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Okay, that's that's what we're going to unpack this morning in the little bit of time that we have that is just not going to do it justice, but the Holy Spirit is with us. He is bringing this message 
And this morning, he wants us to have an understanding of this. So for this reason, what is the reason that Paul is talking about? And I'm just going to run through this very quickly. There was a mystery that Paul was talking about, a mystery that had been kept hidden until Jesus, a mystery that no one understood until Jesus was revealed. And that mystery was simply this, that there was a secret plan all along in the eternal purpose of God that he would send Jesus for everyone. Not just the Jews, but every single person on the earth. And this was hidden, and it says in the scripture that if the enemy had known, he would never have crucified the Lord. This is the mystery. And Paul, the Pharisee of Pharisees, was all about the Jews coming to know the Lord. This is what he wanted. This is what his thing was to speak to the Jews. He says even that he wished he was accursed that they might know the Lord. But it was to give unto him a grace and a fellowship of this understanding that everyone's included. And this fellowship, this koinonia, this togetherness, Paul was given grace that we could see it, that we could know it, that each of us would understand that together we've been given this grace so that we could school the rulers and the principalities of the heavenly realm. So, this is why Paul bows his knee. He bows his knee because the grace has been given to him to speak to the Gentiles. It's not what's pounding in his heart because he's for the Jews, but, but the unsearchable, unfathomable riches of Christ compel him to include everyone. And he wants us to see it. And he wants us to see the fellowship of it. John Stott was an Englishman and a preacher, and it was said of him that if the evangelical church had a pope, it would be him. This is what he says. The word for manifold means many-colored, and it was used to describe flowers, crowns, embroidered cloth, and woven carpets. The church as a multiracial, multicultural community is like a beautiful tapestry. Its members come from a wide range of colorful backgrounds. No other human community resembles it. Its diversity and harmony are unique. It's a reflection of the many-colored and many-splendored wisdom of God. It is as if a great drama is being enacted. History is the theater, and the world is the stage, and the church members in every land are the actors. God himself has written the play, and he directs and produces it. Act by act, scene by scene, the story continues to unfold. But who is the audience? They are cosmic intelligences, 
principalities and powers in the heavenly places. We are to think of them as spectators of the drama of salvation. Thus, the history of the Christian church becomes a graduate school for angels. This includes all angelic beings, not only those holy angels who are looking in on this with eyes that want to understand and want to see, but this includes all fallen, all demonic hierarchy, the rulers of which are looking in, and God is schooling them with his manifold wisdom. For this reason, Paul bows his knee. So what does it look like to school an angelic being, fallen or otherwise? I had a moment in my life. I have a promise from the Lord that my husband, who left the Lord two years into our marriage, would have an encounter with Jesus much like Saul did before he became Paul. And there was this time that my husband came to me and said, you know, I'm going to go up to the mountains and I am going to read all four Gospels and just spend time with the Gospels and also take another book, any book you want. And so I chose a book by Rick Joyner called The Final Quest and I sent him up there and I'm, here we go. He came home And he said, I utterly and unequivocally reject Christianity. And then he left, and I'm alone in the house. And I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm kind of stunned. Have you ever been from one expectation, and then you find yourself at the other end? And I'm stunned, and I'm sitting there, and I can feel the presence of evil. And I can feel the thoughts that are going through my head. You are an idiot to ever believe these things. Your husband is never going to come to the Lord. You're just a pipe dreamer. You just believe in nothing. And being that I'm in this kind of process with people of, these are thoughts, these are thoughts, they're not yours. (laughs) I'm like, pull up, pull up, Didi, pull up. So I get up off the couch, and I'm all alone, and I pull out a sword, and I start to speak. My husband will have an encounter with Jesus, because this is what the Lord has said. All my children will be taught of the Lord, and great shall be their peace, because this is my inheritance. And I just started to swing this sword and speak what the Lord had said to me, I'm in my living room, which is adjacent to the dining room, and out of the center of the dining room, in the middle of the atmosphere, comes a great manifest in the room. Now I'm watching myself, and it's my spirit that's doing this, and I'm kind of taking a back seat, and I'm watching my spirit, and my sword points to the hiss, and I say, I'm talking to you. Scared to death inside, I'm talking to you. So I continue to say a few more things, put my sword away and run upstairs, climb in bed and put the covers over my head. (laughs) 
And when I woke up in the morning, I said to the Lord, Lord, what was with the hiss? And immediately Isaiah 27 comes into my mind, which I do not know what it is, and I flip the Bible open to it, and it says, In that day, the Lord with his mighty and great sword will punish Leviathan, the fleeing serpent. Yeah, baby! (laughs) See, I had this sense that the Lord was making him watch that. How many times are we playing through a drama in our lives and we do not know who's watching? Right now in this room, there are angelic beings. They're watching the drama unfold. And a lot of times we think, well, we're not doing so good, are we? (laughs) It's not just individual, though. It's very much integrated and corporate. I think about South Carolina and what took place there in that Bible study. I think about the assassin that stood there in their midst, listening to them speak. And one by one, he killed them all. And even while he's killing them, each one of them is saying, you are loved by God. You are loved by God. God loves you as their fellow man goes down dead. And then after, they stood in a courtroom before a judge and looked him in the eye, the relatives and those that survived, looked him in the eye and said, I forgive you. I forgive you. I may be angry, but I forgive you. There's some schooling going on in the demonic realm. So for this reason, Paul Paul bows his knee. And this is what he is saying. I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Every single one of us finds our identity in the Father. Every one of us, not only us, but every creature that he's created finds who they are in him. So he's bowing his knees to this Father who has named everyone in creation. And he says, would you grant according to your riches glory, Father. Amazing, unsearchable, inscrutable, incredible riches. Would you grant them to be strengthened? And this word means to be built up, to be grown up. With might, dunamis power, with might, dunamis power, would you grant them to be strengthened with dunamis power by your spirit? In their inner man. And this inner man has the idea of not just our spirit man, but also that our soul could grab a hold of it. That our understanding could get it. Would you strengthen them by your spirit with dunamis power in their inner man? That Christ would dwell in them at all times. That word dwell is 
always, always be present, always be acknowledged, always be known? Would you grant them that with this strength and this amazing power that they could know that Christ is in them and, ha- and abides in them, stays, remains, it's a habitat, means dwell forever. By faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded, rooted and grounded in love. Charles Spurgeon, who's the prince of preachers, he has this to say about this. Two expressions are used, rooted, like a living tree which lays hold upon the soil and twists itself around the rocks and cannot be upturned and grounded like a building which has been settled as a whole and will never show any cracks or flaws in the future through failures in the foundation. So Paul's asking that Christ would dwell in our hearts by faith and we would be rooted and grounded in love. Why? that we might be able to comprehend, grasp, take hold of. It actually means to come down and be taken, received. Come down and grasp. Come down and take hold of, which is already ours. That's the meaning of this. Comprehend with all the saints. You see, I think that a lot of times we take that so individually but there is something that happens in a one accord place in the spirit that is synergetic that brings what everyone carries and we're aware of it at the same time and it's a place where we get to know we get to sense and we get to feel that we would be able to take hold of this together with all the saints to know, that is the word gnosko, to know, gnosko, which is not just knowing something, but it's also being known. It has a doorway that's both this way and that way that we would know. It's not, it's not knowing about, it's absolutely knowing the love of Jesus. That we can take hold of this and know the love of Jesus. Okay. Saints means the holy ones. It's used 161 times for the Holy Spirit. It's used 61 times for the saints. And that definition means it's holy because of its association with the Holy One. That we would be able to know the Holy One in each other, the Holy One, Jesus. Okay. This is that you may be filled, which is to carry into effect and bring to realize that we would be able to realize (laughs) all the fullness of God. And that word fullness there means that which has already been filled. 
that we would be able to realize what has already been filled. Paul, let me just sum this up, is saying, Father, grant them by your amazing, unfathomable riches of your glory, strength, and power of your spirit, dunamis power, that they could take a hold of this. And not just individually, but together. That they would know that Christ dwells in them habitually. He is a habitat here. He is remaining, dwelling. The height, the depth, the width, the length. The width, the width being as far as the east is from the west, so have I removed your transgressions from you. Transgressions are everything you knew was wrong and you did it anyway. This is the love of Christ, the width as far as the east is west. The length, this is everlasting to everlasting when we say that everyone, this is speaking of Abraham, this is speaking of David, this is speaking of Martin Luther King Jr., this is speaking of all those that have gone before us in Christ, the length are included in this. The depth. Jesus knew he was God, and still gave it up and came down and submitted himself to even death and that on the cross. The depths of the love of God and the height that we are seated together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, that is a lot. That is so much. and We don't have much time. But I just want to say that, you know what? This morning, the Lord wants us together to get this. The Lord wants us to realize this prayer as we make it our prayer together. There's something very tangible about Gnosko in the Spirit. I have been in places where people are speaking or teaching, where there's a connection. I know exactly what they're going to say. I know exactly who they're going to call on. Because there's just a oneness in the Spirit. This is what Paul is asking that we would be able to take hold of. So we're going we're gonna to practice this. How do we strengthen our spirit? This is God granting that his Spirit would strengthen us. But did you know that speaking in tongues strengthens you? If you do not have the gifts of tongues, then ask him for it. It's something that edifies your inner being. It's something that builds up and grows. You need it. If you don't have it, though, if you do have it, we're going to stand up and I want, we're going to do, do some of that right now. If you don't have it, there are many, many ways in Scripture that talks about how we can edify. One of them is just to enter in to his presence. How do we enter? We enter his gates through... And his courts through. So if we know this morning 
one of his names personally, he has revealed to us that he is the God of fullness. Do you understand the God of fullness is here today, this day, to bring us into that, that peace of him? If you understand his name, whatever your encounter with him has been, you just thank him for that. Draw near to him, and he will draw near to you. Anytime he's around, that strengthens us. It's all about him being in us. Well, we can practice. Hebrews 5.14 says that those who are mature can have solid food. And, and how did they get mature? Because they exercise their spiritual senses. And so how do we exercise our spiritual senses? There are lots of ways, and I have a handout in the back as you're going out, and you can take one of those. There's some ideas to exercise in the spirit, man. But we're going to stop right now for a moment, and I want you to get a sense of rooted and grounded in love. Who are the ones in your life that are your family? It doesn't have to be your biological family, who has made you hungry for more of Jesus? Who have you read? Who have you listened to? Who has been your father and your mother? Who has been your sister and your brother? I want us to stand up and I want us just to think about those people. I want you to think about them together. I want you to feel the solidness of Christ in this body of Christ, in this temple, this living temple of, of living stones being put together, this place that is solid in Christ Jesus. I want you just to feel it even in your feet. And I want you to think right now on who who has been instrumental in weaving that rooting? Who has loved you? Holy Spirit, would you just visit us right now? Just bring to mind those in this tapestry, in this amazing unfolding tapestry of love, who you have woven together who you have set next to us. Just give thanks for them. And just feel their influence on you in the spirit. Feel the solidness of their impartation of what their insight into Christ was. Feel how it changed your heart. this is just a practice session everyone sit back down I just wanted you to have a grid for what we're about to do
So all through time, even those who have yet to live, because this is outside of time and space, which we can't really wrap around, but all that have come before us, and even those who are yet to be, are one in Christ. And we're going to join in with Paul right now. And I want us to be strengthened before we do this. So I want you, if you have the gift of tongues, just speak in tongues. We're going to do this just for a couple minutes. I just want you to speak in tongues. If you do not have that gift, then think of who God is for you, especially in this season right now. How do you know him? And just give him thanks. What has he said to you? Just give him thanks. If you know him by name, and those are particular names, then just call his name and tell him how much you love it, that he is that. Right now, I just want to say, God who is the fullness all the fullness be very near us right now come and visit us in our innermost being right now thank you for who you are thank you that we are completely forgiven completely accepted completely known it's not of our doing this is nothing on us this is nothing we had to do but it's a gift thank you that we are tied in one spirit with everyone who is found in you, Jesus. Son Jesus, the unfathomable riches of your glory, that you're granting that to us. Okay, now I want you all to stand up again. you to take the hand of the person next to you. Father, we're rooted and grounded in love. We're solid 
in your son. We are rooted in a growing, alive way in love with you and one another. Father, you know us. You named us. Every one of our tribes, every one of our family, everyone whom we resonate with in your Son, we thank you for naming that. We thank you that you know it, that it's a part of your great eternal plan. Father, today we come holding hands in the Spirit and we come in agreement with Paul's prayer. And we ask that you would grant us to be strengthened with your power to take hold of in our spirit. The width, the length, the depth, the height, to gnosko the love of your son, Jesus Christ. which is far beyond knowing about or an intellectual understanding. But it is alive and in the spirit. We ask with Paul, we join in agreement, and we ask that we would realize all of the fullness that you've placed inside of us because Christ dwells, stays, remains in our hearts. And that, we can take hold of that. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much. Fill us with all the fullness of God. Let us realize it, Lord. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Jesus Christ to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Okay, just be seated. I just want to put this out here because it's stirring in my heart and I don't think it's going to go away. But what would it look like if the whole body of Christ on the earth would take a moment like what we just did intentionally and focus on the Lord and be aware of what it is that he's given us. Father, I ask with Paul that you would do this in all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 That was awesome. Now, if I took my shoes off, could I get that? That was good. That was good. Could you come back up, Dee Dee and Ed and Carla? Uh, We're about to get out of here pretty quickly. But um, Ed and Carla and Dee Dee, you know, they're our best, aren't they? They're, They're the special forces. Linnea, come on up here.
They're our special forces, and uh, they're heading out to deliver a big surprise for a lot of people who are very spiritual, but they're not quite on the right track. And so, Ed, could you just say something about what you're going to do? Um, we're, do you remember Janine Rodriguez? Were you here when she spoke last spring? Um, Janine has a ministry called Images of Light, and it primarily ministers to the New Age around the world. She's in uh, England and, uh, and various places around the country. I think it was seven years ago, maybe. Uh, we, went, we went with her the first time to a place in... She goes to Burning Man every year. She goes to all kinds of places. Um, she went to this place called Mystic Garden in Ashland, Oregon about seven, eight years ago. And we were part of that first team. It's a team, she invited some people from all over the country to be part of that team. And she's been continuing to go there. The names have changed of these. Uh, sometimes it's been Mystic Garden. Sometimes it's been the Prana Festival. Sometimes it's been uh, the Peace Village. The names changed to protect the innocent, I guess. So uh, we get to go. And... Um, with her she invited us to come along again this year so we're going this following week this coming week uh to uh, peace garden for a few days at the end of the week and then after that there will be a round table um carla and myself and cat and cat will be at this round table with several other people who are coming to this team just to be in dialogue about how do we you know open keep the door open uh, for people who are seeking uh, to come into come into Christ, uh, so that's that's what we're doing there. We're praying for healings that we've seen healings. They've seen healings. Uh, we've seen it down at the tent. We've been down there at ten years. Down at the Boulder Creek Festival. At this festival, there it will it will be about twelve hours a day, something like that. Um, and, you know, we're looking for healings, salvations, um, just that the love of Christ will touch and reach people uh, in very deep, beautiful ways. Thank you, Ed. Do you guys want to stand down here? Can some of you come up and pray? We're going to uh, release these guys on assignment. They're on assignment to raise a banner of the living God over this event. They're there to show the love of Christ in all its fullness. They're there to confront those powers and principalities that don't belong to God. So Father, we thank you for special forces. We thank you for these warriors that you've built up, you've equipped, you've edified. They're apostolic, they're prophetic. They're evangelistic. They teach and they pastor. Father, we thank you that you will deploy all of those gifts in them in every context, that every appointment is a divine appointment, that your glory will be seen, your power will be experienced, and your love will be felt by all. God, we ask for safe travel. We ask that their families who are behind will be protected and watched over and cared for. 
And we ask for them a measure of boldness and confidence and certainty of an eternal Savior. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Okay, thank you guys. Uh, Ministry team, could you come please? We'll have some words on the screen here in a moment. And uh, let's go ahead and stand if we could. And uh, if you're a, a visitor here, a guest, there's a Connect Center back in this corner of the room. Please go back there. We want your Social Security number and your mother's maiden name. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. There's a packet back there of information for you about us, not including that information. So this has been an awesome day, has it not? This has been a day of prayer, and it may not quite be done for you just yet. And so this ministry team here is here for that very purpose, to pray with you, whether it's a prayer of encouragement, a prayer of healing, a prayer of thanksgiving, whatever it may be. So as we go out that way, some of you may need to come this way and get that prayer, all right? God bless you. We'll see you next week.